Hello and welcome to FEC Talk. This is Tim with FECTalk.com. And this is the podcast that brings you everything you need to know about the exciting world of family entertainment. Join us as we explore the latest trends and innovations in redemption games, merchandisers, laser tag, bowling, virtual reality, and other attractions. We take a deep dive into the world of family entertainment centers, bowling alleys, skate rinks, water parks, and other venues, providing expert insights into the industry news, interviews with professionals, and in-depth reviews of the latest products. Whether you're an operator looking for the next great piece to put on the streets in your bars and pizzerias, or if you're a FEC owner looking for the greatest redemption games, FEC Talk is your go-to resource for everything related to the amusement and entertainment industry. So let's get started and explore the exciting world of family entertainment. So today I want to talk about pricing. So we will definitely get into pricing. I really want to talk about how great an industry we have. So much going on and it's just been so much fun. This adventure that this industry has brought me on never ceases to amaze me. I had a couple of people that listen to the podcast stopped by and had dinner with them. That's uh, Tim and Sarah from Grand Haven, Michigan. They're following their dream. They're working on their fun center. And what an exciting opportunity is for me to share ideas with them over a meal. And just their excitement feeds me and inspires me and they're following their dream and they're going to make it a reality and I can't wait to visit their fun center so thank you I had a great time discussing our industry with you over dinner I had another dinner today with a well a lunch date with uh, my good friend Joe McCormick from ANA Global. And then we had a get together for our MC MOA annual meeting, which is tomorrow. But we had a social event. So I got to see one of my mentors, Scott Bright from All American Amusement and Vending in Flint, Michigan. And John Pascaretti's son, Mike. Great guy. I, just another lifelong friend that I made at the dinner we had and got to see my a couple of my distributors uh, Evan Kirby from Stern Pinball and many other people from different parts of the industry we had people from Vanilla Games we have people from Intercard Schaefer Distributing, Moss Distributing, 
I'm sure tomorrow we'll have uh, Brian Conway for um, Betson. And it's just amazing all the people that get together. And that's not counting all the operators. The current president of the AMOA, Luke Adams, was at the dinner. What a great guy he is. Very humble guy. And just a sponge for our industry. He wants to learn, and you could tell so much about our industry, and he has. He is an expert. And he's a guy that's going to share that information with others. So now that I rambled on about that, I just wanted to express if you are passionate about this industry, you're going to make lifelong friends. And it's such a joy to see them. So pricing. So doing this expansion with the Bavarian Inn Lodge in Frankenmuth, Michigan, and doing my operator route, which has been a lot of fun and I'm continuing to grow I'm doing that so I can help you with mistakes that I made things that I've learned and just to just to have that aspect of the industry under my belt too because it is a lot of fun just the people you get to meet and the successes you make and the failures and then you think you failed miserably, and then the, somebody you think you never talked to again calls you back. It's like, hey, I'm ready. It's amazing. So if you're trying to go for your dream, operating, starting out as an operator helps if you're trying to grow into an FEC. But back in the day, I remember... Uh, a high-end game would be 10 11 grand you might pay 20 grand well yeah 20 grand for your Wizard of Oz pusher your Wonka pusher 15 grand for your Spongebob pusher well those those days are gone for your filler pieces now, it seems like every game company wants 20 grand just for the filler pieces. And they want a lot more for, you know, the pushers. Now, a two-player pusher like Willy Wonka, Flintstones, Emerald City, Wizard of Oz, you can get those for around a little over 25 grand. But everybody else thinks that they have the earning power of those games and they do not so when you have filler pieces or you know mid redemption pieces that just don't make that money the ROI is horrible so the pricing has gotten really out of hand and the problem is is we pay it as long as we pay it they're going to keep going up. I don't know what we can do about it. Maybe we group together and do something. Now, one thing I'd really like us to group together to tackle is people that are still doing surcharges. Now you're just being greedy and you're not a benefit to our industry. If you're still doing surcharges, you really need to stop. And people, if they're doing surcharges still, 
Don't buy from them. Make a statement. Do not buy from any company that still has surcharges because it's ridiculous. Now, on the operating side, the, the pricing for pinballs is really getting out of hand. And it's one thing if you own your own pinballs and have them in your own place, then that, you know, that three-year return of investment, even in a hopping place, might not be so bad. But if you're buying a $6,400, $6,700, $7,000 Pro model, and it's going to take you six years to get an ROI, it's just getting ridiculous. And what has happened is the collectors, the collectors of pinballs, the people that buy the LEs and the premiums for the home have really ruined it for the operator. Now look, I'm... I'm as zealous about pinball as the next guy, but these people that don't care what the price is, they're going to buy every LE that comes out before it even comes out. They're not doing our industry any favors because it's driving up the price of the pros that we operate. And everybody, you got to know that eventually people are just going to catch on. And that pinball bubble is going to pop. And I think it's starting right now. Especially when you couple that with the fact that this new Venom piece. Look, I buy, I've bought the last bunch of Stern games that come out. I ordered them before they come out. At, you know, a good price. Well, not a good price. At a price that would give me an ROI in five or six years. And I just can't do it anymore. Especially when you got the pro version of Venom. They don't have any toys on it. The pro version of Deadpool was friggin' awesome. The pro version of Foo Fighters was awesome. The pro version of 007 was awesome. Expensive, yes, but awesome. The pro version of Venom don't have the bells and whistles like the other ones. Very bare playfield, and they didn't give us any of the toys. So that's where I draw the line on the pinball. I'm not going to buy the Venom. And it really makes me sad to say that because I enjoy doing our our Stern Pinball, Stern Army release parties. Great idea. And they're coming up with great ideas for the, the Insider Connect to get more operator plays, and I hope they keep doing that. But they've just priced these games out of reason. I'll just keep my fleet of pinballs that I have, get a couple that I really want to get that I haven't gotten yet and then just be happy with that. I'm not going to rotate any new Stern Pinball games anymore. Unless the, either the price comes down or the toys on the playfield get better because it's just ridiculous.
And redemption games are no different. Not everybody has a captive audience like a tourist destination like the Bavarian Inn. You don't have it in your little Ma and Pa Fun Center. You depend on repeat customers. And having to pay over 20 grand for your filler piece just makes it unfeasible. We got to get back to reality. Now, there are pieces out there that I would suggest starting with if you're an FEC. King of Rings, if you get it from Betson or Ticket Ring, if you get it from anywhere else, is a great piece. It's affordable. It's under 5K. Get a couple of them. And I was telling Tim and Sarah this from Grand Haven. What you really want to do to offset the price of these expensive games because the games are just getting more and more expensive is to get a couple of those king of rings to be your money makers because they will make you a lot of money smart industries did a great job with this game it's a crane that's a hybrid to redemption and they always are in the top five get a couple of them and use the funds exclusively from those two machines to fund your next one. So when it makes 20 grand, buy another new machine. And add that one to your moneymaker list for buying games. Do that until you get your game room where you want it. And then now you got profit coming in that just is profit because you got your game room where you want it. And then go back to where your ticket, two ticket rings are just making you game money, seed money for games or changers or readers or whatever, whatever the next step is. Put that money aside in your virtual savings account, so to say, to, and to make your major purchases to keep expanding and let the other ones be your profit. And that'll help you offset this pricing quite a bit. Look for deals. Betson, Schaefer, Moss, AVS, your distributors often have used games. Now, they want to sell you as many new games as possible because that's where they make the most money. But ask them for their list of used games. If it's feasible and it makes sense for you, buy them. There's a lot of money makers on there, and you know my lists. If you go back and listen to previous podcasts, what makes money? Ticket Ring makes money everywhere. There's no place that's going to say, hey, my Ticket Rings don't make money. Ticket Ring makes money everywhere. A duck crane makes money everywhere if you got it on play till you win and at a decent price, a fair price. So pricing has gone through the roof on games. We all know it. It's just the way it is. Plush and prizes have really went up. Knobby balls have went up in price. 
rubber ducks have went up in price. But if you want a great deal on that kind of stuff, look at a A&A Global or S&B Candy and Toy. They always have great deals on that stuff. It's harder to negotiate with places like BMI or Rhode Island Novelty, but you can try. So, pricing has definitely jumped. But think of creative ways to offset it, especially if you're pursuing your dream. You're not making the big bucks yet. Work work on it. Get, get yourself a couple ticker rings. That's your investment. And have them invest in your game room for you. Then all your other games would be your profit center. So that's my little speech on pricing. We all know everything's going up. And some some parts of it legitimately and some parts of it just haven't come down since COVID. But like I said, if they're still charging you a surcharge, they just they're just greedy. Don't buy anything with a surcharge. So I hope that everything you do is very successful and that you still have the passion for your industry because we have a great industry with great people. The distributor people that I've met are all great people. My my people for distributing is for Schaefer. I, I love Scott Schaefer, George Speakman. Uh, Marty Turner's my salesperson. He's a great guy. For uh, Betson, Brittany Betty has done a great job for me. Brian Conway's done a great job for me. For Moss, it's Brent McKinnon. And then for AVS, it's Eileen. All great people. I like uh, Dave, Dave Katz at BMI. Joe McCormick at ANA Global. What a great guy he is. Just through and through. If you met him, you know what I'm talking about. And then Luke Adams, the AMOA president. Great guy. I already said good things about him. And just all the different manufacturers and vendors that just go out of their way. Instead of just selling you something they become a lifelong friend. And then there's peers in the industry that really, you know, change your life. Uh, One for me is uh, Brian Duke. He's currently with Semnox. Been a great friend for me for a long time. Mark Rosso, great guy. Known him for a long time. He used to work at Semnox as well at one point. And then my industry bestie, Jenna Boyo from Planet Laser Kelowna, British Columbia, Canada. Just an awesome person through and through. And everybody that meets her thinks the same thing. So, the prices are high, but in the long run, they're worth it. Because of all the great people we have in our industry. It just makes it a little harder to start up. Which is fine because if you listen to the podcast, 
you'll have the tools you need to make a difference, to make it, to make your dream happen, as long as you have the passion for the industry. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in to FEC Talk. I really hope you enjoyed our exploration into the exciting world of the amusement and entertainment industry. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast for future episodes and stay up to date on the latest news and innovations in the family entertainment industry. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, or you want to share something with the industry that we just got to know about, or you have a new product, new machine, new game, I'd love to hear all about it, and so would the listeners. Contact me at tim at fectalk.com, or you can get a hold of me on Facebook at FEC Operators or Amusement Operators. And then, until next time, keep having fun and creating enjoyable experiences for your guests and your coworkers. This is Tim with FECTalk.com, signing out.